from last week's teaching, I believe that we have come to understand certain things in relation to dreams. And we will be different when it comes to our dreams when we find ourselves in the dream world. You see, your day doesn't start when you wake up. Your day starts before you wake up. When you wake up from bed in the morning or at dawn, that is not when the day has started for you. But that is when you wake up to meet a day that has already started. But then the Lord does something to us for us when we are asleep. So that when we wake up, we have an advantage. And you see, the Muslims have come to understand this fact. And so, as part of the five times they pray, one of the times they pray is at dawn, around 5 a.m. To prepare them for the waking world. So, one of God, the book of Genesis, chapter 1, the verse 5. Genesis chapter 1, the verse 5. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Sir. The book of Genesis chapter 1, verse 5. Mm-hmm. And God called the light day. Okay. And the darkness he called night. Mm-hmm. And there was evening. Okay, first. So he called the light day and the darkness evening or night. And then he said, there was evening. He didn't say there was morning. But he said, there was what? Evening. And then what? And there was morning. And there was morning. And all this became what? One day. One day. Or other versions will say, it became the first day. Are you here? So, if he had said that, and there was morning, and then evening, and that became one day, then we will know that the day starts from the morning. But he made no mistake to say, and there was evening and there was morning because and and there is a continuation of what has already happened and there was evening and there was morning and they became the one day first day in other words the day starts in the evening and ends in the morning the day doesn't start in the morning and end in the evening. And so, according to the scripture, up till now, some of the Jews in Israel and all over the world still practice this thing and see evening to be the beginning of days and not morning. And that is how come their calendar is different from our calendar. And even China have their calendar to be different from ours that we use. When China is entering into a new year, it is different from when we are entering into a new year. They don't enter into a new year like us. Israel doesn't enter into a new year like us because they are using a different calendar according to what scripture has made available. But we have modernized things. And so when it is evening, when your day is starting, that is when you are preparing to sleep. When it is evening that your day is starting, that is where you are watching a movie. When it is evening that your day is starting, that is when you are making a love call. And that is why a lot of things take place in the evening, in the darkness. And you will see a lot of evil things. Why won't they allow the evil things take place in daytime? Because it marks the end of the day. 
but the evening marks the beginning of every day. So they will need to put things in place before you wake up. And so scripture says that when men slept, the enemy sowed tears among them. They will not sow tears when you are awake. They will sow tears before you wake up. And by the time you wake up, you will ask yourself, what has happened to you? What has gone wrong? So when you were supposed to be awake, you were asleep. And so the Lord knows the enemy has plans for us. As much as he God has plans for us. So the Lord goes ahead of time to prepare our day for us. The book of Psalm 127, the verse 2 first. Psalm chapter 127, the verse 2. But in all that he gives blessing to his beloved in sleep. Okay. It is vain for you to wake up early and for you to return and come and sleep. Is God saying don't work? Is God saying don't do eight to five or nine to five? God is not by any means saying that don't work, don't do eight to five or nine to five. God is not by any means saying that don't hustle. All he's trying to say is this. It is vain for you to rise up early in the morning and go to work. Come back anxious and with toil and then come and sleep. And in your sleep, he gives his beloved sleep. The hand that will not work will not eat. But God understands that it is not only the work that you do that gives you an ability to feed or to cater for yourself. And as a result of that, in your sleep, in the beginning of your day that you are asleep, He gives you blessing in your sleep. God doesn't bless us only when we are on the altar and we are praying. That is a kind of blessing. But there is a kind of blessing God gives each and every one of us here every morning or every night so to speak when we are asleep this is a blessing we did not necessarily ask for but he gives to us every evening when we are asleep freely he blesses us when we are asleep so you may think you are just sleeping taking a nap to rejuvenate yourself or to gain the energy you have lost but unknown to you what God is doing in that moment of sleep is to bless you so any moment we are going to sleep we are being blessed if I were you when it is time for evening I will not sleep at 2 a.m. I will sleep when it's time for me to sleep because it is the beginning of my day and it is time for me to receive my blessing are we here but it doesn't end there why is he saying that it is vain for us then to wake up you have blessed us and now you are telling us it is vain for us to now go and wake up and go and work the reason is because in the very first verse of psalm 127 he said that 
laborer labors in vain if the Lord is not the one laboring. Except the Lord is the one building that house, the laborer is laboring in vain. And except the Lord is watching over that city, over that business, the watchman, the overseer, oversees and watches over it, but in vain. In other words, when we wake up to our businesses, when we wake up to hustle, and we don't put into consideration the blessing the Lord released unto us in our dreams, when we wake up to go and work, when we wake up to go and hustle, our husband, our laboring is going to be in vain. We will wake up and go and build all right, but what we are building is going to be in vain because we did not start building with the Lord. We did not start building with the mentality of the Lord's blessing in us or for us. Are you with us? So you not being able to recognize the blessing of the Lord, you neglecting the blessing of the Lord, you not acknowledging the blessing of the Lord in your life and in your day. When you wake up and go and do whatever you need to do, the Lord says, vain it will be. Because you have not acknowledged the blessing he released unto you when you were asleep. Are you here? So some of us may wake up at 4 a.m. getting ready for work. And when we wake up, we say no prayer. We are, we are rushing to wake up because we want to catch the company car or we want to catch a public transport. We want to avoid traffic. So we wake up early, we rush, and then we are going to work. When we even in the car and maybe there is traffic, we are only chatting or maybe we are asleep. We don't seek to pray and dedicate our day to the Father. And when we even get to work, we buy food and we get to work and we are eating. We do not even dedicate the day to the Father. We only pray over the food. Father, thank you for this for the dancing. When you wake up in the morning, you are doing your own business. You wake up in the morning, you are saying, Father, thank you. But you do not dedicate the day to the Father. You may say, Father, thank you for this day, but have you dedicated the day to the Father? Have you made him aware that you acknowledge him to be the God of that day? If not, whatever you do in that day will be vain. <laughs> but that's why even when you are doing your own business, it is possible to post and that in a day and no one will even text you and ask you, what are you selling? Or they may even text you, but they may not even buy. Why? Because that day were not dedicated to the Father. So whatever thing you are laboring in will be in vain. You will even enter work and you come back stressed. Because you say, oh, I forgot to pray. Except the Lord builds the house. The builder will build. For work you will go. You will enter the shop. You will do some things. But whatever you are doing will be in vain because you did not dedicate it to the Father. You did not acknowledge the blessing of the Father in that day. He said, Lisa, they are new every morning. So every morning there is a blessing for each day. Every day is not the same. There are different days. Every day is not the same. Are we here? Monday is different from Wednesday. There are two different days. You may take the same car to work, but there are two different days. You may wear the same clothes to work, but they are two different days. Mm. They are new every morning. So every morning, the Lord releases a blessing to us in our dreams, in our sleep. But we've never known until now, since we were born. We never knew that the Lord blessed us not only when we are awake, but when we are asleep. When we are asleep and maybe our parents come to give us a kiss, God equally does that more than our parents. Sometimes our parents have even forgotten to even kiss us. Some of you, the only time your parents kiss you were when you were a kid. But God gives you 
you a form of gifts in the form of a blessing every night no matter how old you are because no matter your age you are still God's boy you are still God's girl you are still God's baby and so he visits you every night to sing lullaby to you and you see when he is done because your spirit is not strong the enemy comes again to sow tears among us and so we wake up and we say we have nightmares aside the blessing God has released unto us and because the Lord knows that the enemy comes to steal that which he has planted in the life of his people he doesn't only release the information to us only in a day he releases to us more than a day or one more than once God can give you a message more than once God can visit you with a particular message in your dreams more than once Except the Lord builds the house, the labor labors, but in vain. Which work have I done that has been in vain? Which conversation have I had that has been in vain? Which activity have I tried to do, put a business in place that has been in vain? Was it that I did not dedicate it to the Father and acknowledge Him to be the God of this thing? Some of us may even dedicate it to the Father. But yet still, we don't make God be in control. We are in control. When God gives us a direction to take, we tell God we want this direction rather. <laughs> so even though we try to dedicate it to the Father in prayer, our action says otherwise. Okay. So the other day in the book of Genesis chapter 41, the verse 1 that was, Scripture says there's a, a king that is called Pharaoh. And Pharaoh had a dream. And the dream he was by the riverside. In the riverside, there were seven cows that were coming out of the river. And these cows that were coming out of the river, Scripture says the cows are handsome. They were favored and they were big. They were looking good, as Scripture says. And as much as these seven cows were looking good, there were other seven cows that also came out of the river. But they were skinny and they were ugly. Mm. And they stood by the fat cows. Scripture goes ahead to say that suddenly the skinny cows began to swallow and eat up the fat cows. And Pharaoh did not understand. And God gave him again a second dream. Not once. A second dream again. He had a dream, and in the dream, he had, he saw maize, and the maize stick, I don't know how you call it, but let's say maize stick, and the maize stick, there were seven grains looking nice, and there was another maize, this thing, and, and on the stick, the, the seven maize, or the grain on it, wasn't looking nice. Yes, the one that wasn't looking nice devoured the one that was looking nice. And Pharaoh was looking for who can interpret this dream to him. He spoke to his wise men, they couldn't give him the vision and the interpretation to it. He spoke to the witches and the wizards that he had, the sorcerers, they couldn't give him any interpretation to the dream. Then his servant said, I remember there was a man who gave us an interpretation to our dream when we were in the prison. His name is Joseph, let us call him. And they brought Joseph out of the prison quickly, hastily, scripture says. And he came to interpret the dream of the king called Pharaoh and you see when Joseph came he said king these two dreams are the same these two dreams are the same so sometimes you may have a dream and in a day you may have about three dreams they may seem to be different they may seem to be different things speaking but unknown to you, they are different symbols, yet it means one thing. 
So the king had one dream and then he had a second dream. But these two dreams with different symbols, one with cows, one with maize, they mean the same thing. And Joseph said, King, the seven years of the cows that were beautiful and nice and handsome represent bountifully, represent good harvest. And the other seven cows that were ugly represent seven years of farming. Are you here with me? So Joseph began to explain the dream of the king to the king. Seven years of enjoyment, seven years of farming. So when you are enjoying in these seven years, prepare knowing that there is another seven years coming that they will be drowned. When you are happy harvesting the maize, the corn, whatever food produce you can harvest, know very well that there is another seven years of drought where you cannot be able to plant. When you plant, it will not germinate. Are you with me? And so when Joseph made that interpretation to the king, they began to work. My thing is that what if the king had ignored the dream? What if the king should have said, this thing doesn't mean anything? What is this thing? Mace, cow. He will say, oh, and yes, she doesn't mean anything. And then he leaves it. The laborers at the time, the farmers at the time will be farming, man of God. They will be farming, they will be doing all sorts of things, and they will harvest. But you see, it is going to be in vain because they won't have understood the time and the season. And so they will be harvesting for the seven years and enjoy. But the next seven years of drought, they will not be able to enjoy because they will be in famine because they did not take into consideration the blessing of the Lord in the dream. When Joseph was called for to interpret the dream, he said, the Lord has blessed you with this dream. That's what Joseph said to the king. The Lord has blessed you with this dream that you'll be able to know that there is seven years of famine coming. How many dreams have we ignored saying that it was, it's not important? And by that dream we ignored, we were unable to receive the next level of our life. We were unable to receive direction for our life because we thought the dream wasn't important. You saw yourself playing with a cat and you said, oh, it's normal. Maybe it's the movie I watch. You saw yourself, you were in a race. You said, oh, maybe my dream dream. But what does it really mean to have that dream? Why do we neglect the dreams we have? Yes, it is true that scripture says that, that our dreams also makes up the multitude of our activities within a day. The business of our day can also determine the dream we have. For instance, when you are going to sleep at 11 and you are watching a movie around 10, it can affect the dream you have. But then again, it doesn't negate the place of the blessing of the Lord in our life. Because you have watched a movie and it ends at 11 p.m. doesn't mean that God will still not bring his blessing. He will bring his blessing. But discernment will tell you that this dream is as a result of the movie. And this dream is as a result of the blessing of the Lord. That is why you were taught discernment long ago. Are we okay? No matter how foolish your dream may look, no matter how stupid the dream may be to you, don't let it go. Seek for discernment. Seek for revelation. Seek for the interpretation. Any dream without interpretation or the right interpretation is useless. When you have a dream, no matter how nice, beautiful, scary the dream is, without the right interpretation, it is useless. 
who would have thought that cows represent a season? Who would have thought? You see, maybe it may make sense, but cow. How does a cow mean seven cows mean seven years? How you see? So you may see a cow in your dream, and you may be walking on the path, and you may see a cow, and you may see maybe a full and boy directing the cow to do something, and you think, oh, normal dream. But unknown to you, God was showing you something with the guy you saw directing the cow and the cow you saw on the land. You see, you must take notice of everything you see in the dream. So for instance, you come to me with a dream and the dream is like you saw a Fulani boy with a cow directing the cow and the cow were eating. And maybe you come and tell me this thing. You should have been able to also check around if there was water. If what the cow were eating, if it is green or brown, all those things will be able to tell exactly what the dream is. But you see, you come and tell the dream, you say, oh, maybe I've forgotten the rest. You come and tell the dream and you leave some out of it. But you see, the details you give us can be able to tell how right we will interpret the dream. If you leave the green, pastures or the, the green leaves they were eating and you leave the water out it will mean something else when you put the water inside and you put the leaves inside it means something also are you with me all right sir Yes. And also take details of everything in that dream. Yes. So as we made mention, mm-hmm. we are supposed to take particular attention of the water, mm-hmm. how green the grass is, whether mm-hmm. it's green or brown. Mm-hmm. Any you know, full of boy, yeah. guard directing them or playing around, we need yeah. to take particular attention yes. of everything. Yes. You see, funny enough, as you are asking yourself, how am I going to do that in my dream? So long as you are being taught in your dream, you become conscious of these things and you unknown to you, you will be taking details when you are dreaming. Other people will have dreams like normal people like you used to have. But from now, as you are being taught, in your dreams, you will be taking details because you will be conscious. Your memory is not taken from you when you are dreaming. You are still the same person with the same memories. So you, that's why you are able to remember some people you see in your dream. Are you here? Because you, you are conscious. So you will be able to remember these messages. Are we okay? So you must take notice of everything you dream about. And you see, the devil also has a way of stealing the dream from us. But when you wake up and you can remember some of the dream and you can't remember some, pray to the Father to grant you remembrance. Because he says he has given us the Holy Spirit and he will bring to us remembrance, anything that we have forgotten, so that one of the responsibility of the Holy Spirit is to bring remembrance to us. Not only when we are going to write exams. That Father, we ask you for retentive memory. No. Even when we dream, we need retentive memory in our dreaming. So as to be able to remember whatsoever we have dreamt about. And if you are unable to interpret your dream, seek for who has the ability to interpret the dream. Are we okay? Sometimes even in your dream, you will find yourself speaking in a different language. And you may even understand the language without when you wake up, you understand the language. But in the dream, you understand the language. As much as we are seeking for the ability to see visions and dreams, it is more important to seek for the ability to interpret dreams. Are we here? 
Because what set Daniel apart from his friends, Meshach, Sadrach, and Abednego, and everyone in the town was that everyone could dream. But Daniel had the ability to interpret dreams. Are we here? That is what set him apart from his friends. So all of us here can dream. Some of us even had a dream this, this evening or this morning. But the dream you had, can you interpret? Do you even know the meaning? And because we don't have the ability to interpret, we let go every dream. And they will say, I don't want to forget. I don't want to worry, Papa. He has so many things on his mind. I don't want to worry, Papa. I don't want to worry, Papa. And the devil is using that thing to steal the next level of your life. To steal the next step of your life. And I'm saying, it's not only about the interpretation, but the right interpretation. And the interpretation you have been given by the dream you have should be in sync with scripture. Oh. Because the Lord knows that we, our dreams can be stolen from us, He sometimes makes us have a dream more than once. According to the book of Job 33, the verse 40 to the verse 18, you can open it. But I want to say this to you. There was a time when I was growing up in ministry. I think I should have been in SS or maybe entering to university by then. I used to see one of my mentors, um, Prophet Hubert Angel. I used to see him. And anytime a meeting is like we are meeting on a road and we are passing by. But when we are speaking to each other, we are speaking to each other in tongues. So he will speak to me in tongues and I reply in tongues. Not like as though we are praying, but we are having a conversation. But I understand. He understands what I'm saying. I understand whatever he's saying to me in the dream. But when I wake up, it is a different thing. If he said that same thing to me, I will not be able to understand. Then I began to seek for the gift of interpretation of tongues. Because if, if I can be able to speak in tongues in my dream and understand it, then I can be able to speak in tongues in reality and understand That was the time when we were in the old auditorium and I will call one man of God and I will speak in tongues and I will make the man of God prophesy what I'm saying in tongues. I think one of Minister Ennis, he was then the, the UPNC chaplain and then Pastor Cecilia as well. There were times where I'll give them the microphone and I will prophesy by speaking in tongues and they will interpret it in words and it is accurate and the people also confirm it. That was the time I was putting into use that gift. And so it came to a time where whilst I'm praying for that gift, when you are by me and you are praying, I am listening to your tongues to interpret the tongues. So I know when I'm getting it right and I know when I'm getting it wrong. I'll not tell you I'm interpreting your tongues. But I'll be listening to you. I'll be by you. You don't know why I'm close to you. So sometimes I'll be moving and going. We are standing, I'm moving and going. You think I'm just moving and going. I'm listening to you. I want to interpret. I, I doesn't mean that. <laughs> I mean, when I was growing in that particular gift, that was there. That was there. Because I wanted to build up myself. So I need to do try and error, try and error to get it better. It's like you are, you are a toddler and you want to walk. You try, you walk, and you fall. Walk. That's how you, it was done. But now I don't have to come and stand by you and listen to you, whatever it is. You know, if I'm speaking in tongues, I know what I'm saying. So if someone is interpreting my tongues wrongly, I can tell. It's not like the Holy Spirit has to come upon you before you can now interpret. He's already upon you. It's a gift. 
The same way you can speak in tongues freely, as we say, let us pray. They start the same way you can be able to interpret tongues. But we do not give a place to those gifts because we, talk, we think it is malicious. And even when someone comes to stand here and interpret your tongues, you will not even believe. You will, you will doubt the person. Why? Because we have not put a lot of respect on that gift and we've, we've labeled it to be one of the highest gifts and as a result of that, people are unable to attain it. Are we okay? The book of Job 33, verse 14 to 18. Now listen to how God gives us revelations in our dreams, how God speaks to us in our dreams. The book of Job chapter 33, 14 to 18. Yes, please. For God does reveal his will. So God does reveal what? His will. When God is blessing you, he gives you a revelation of his will for you in a dream. Okay. He speaks not only once. He speaks not only once. So in other words, in, in one thing God wants to tell you, he speaks not only once. When 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 Joseph was interpreting the dream to Pharaoh, he said, This dream that you have had twice is an indication that God has already prepared and established it and ready to perform it. That is why you had it twice. In other words, when you dream one dream more than once, it is a signal that the time is very close. You understand? Sometimes it can be closed, but he can give it to you once. And you will need to prepare. When you don't get it, he gives you to me again to tell you, come on, it's getting closer. And that is why sometimes you can be there, you are feeling like, may not be big, may not be big. I said, be bad. Be big bad before. No, when you are just an EGP, sometimes you can be there and you are sad and you don't know, but you feel something is going to happen. These were signals given to you when you were asleep. So when you woke up, it doctored your emotions and you were acting towards it. And you must find out when you wake up and you are happy, find out why you are happy from the Lord. When you wake up and you are sad, find out why you are sad from the Lord. Don't just take it as this is a normal thing. And maybe today, today is not for me. And today I didn't wake up well. I woke up at the wrong side of the bed. No, the bed is good. <laughs> It is what you had in the dream. Alright, man of God, go on. But more than once. More than once. Even though men do not regard. Even though men do not regard, men do not take importance of it. Men even neglect the dream they have. They think it is not necessary for them to dream about this thing. This dream, what does it even mean? I, I'm dreaming I'm removing my shoe. What does it mean? Oh, a normal. I'm in happy shop near daily. At this time, maybe or that, maybe or maybe or vampire. So you will not even seek for interpretation. Uh, normal dream. One of God, move on. Including you, Job. And even you, Job. You, Job. You've had several visions. You, Job. You've had several visions. But you, Job. You did not perceive it. You did not take it into consideration. You see, the other time, Scripture was saying that and um, Satan presented himself before um, the Lord, and he, the Lord asked him, "Where are you from?" And Satan said, "I have been to and flow over the earth, seeking who I may devour." And God asked him, "Have you even considered my servant Job?" When God and Satan was having that meeting, that conversation, where was Job? He was asleep. So God said, "Even you, Job, you couldn't even perceive it." Job was supposed to be part of that meeting to know what was going to happen to him, but Job was asleep. And when it was happening to him, his friends were saying, curse God, his wife said, curse God. He was complaining, he was thinking. Job was worried. But Job would have known that this thing is from the Lord and not from the devil because 
he was part of the meeting. When the meeting was held, Job was asleep. Which meetings have been held in your name and you were asleep? Which meeting was held between angels and you, you were asleep? Which meetings was, was held in the coffin by some tree and you, you were asleep? You, saw, you, you, you had a dream and you saw some people doing some things under a tree. And when you woke up, you were okay, you think it's normal. You didn't do anything to them. You ran away in fear. Job could not perceive it. And God said, he spoke to Job, even Job, more than once. And even in Job. How many times has God spoken to you that you did not perceive it? Even prophecy, you don't even perceive it. How much more dreams? Sometimes we can speak to you prophetically and say, God says you should do this. You, some of you have even forgotten some of the prophetic words you've received. You, you are not even working in the prophetic instructions. How much more can you even work in the instructions when you are asleep? You are awake, your eyes are open. I've told you, God says, do this, do that, do that. You didn't do it. Now, 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 so there are people that may not be able to hear God physically as maybe we hear, but He will make sure you hear His voice in a dream. In a vision of the night. In a vision of the night, meaning a dream. Mm-hmm. When deep sleep falls. When on men, deep sleep falls on men. Was lambent upon the bed. Mm-hmm. Anytime you see someone, they are asleep, all right, and their eyes are moving rapidly. They are dreaming. If they seem to be shaking while their eyes are moving, tap them and wake them up. But if their eyes are moving while they are asleep and they are comfortable, don't wake them up because you they will need to continue the dream. You know, sometimes we are having some nice dream and someone comes to wake you up so proud and I And you are bored that why did you wake me up? The dream was like sweet, beautiful. Why did you wake me up? And you want to sleep and continue that dream, but still it's not happening. So I'm teaching you, when you see some, I'm teaching you about the dangers, when you see someone having some form of danger in the dream and when they're having a good night's sleep or a good day's sleep, when the eyes is moving, when someone says that their eyes are moving, or their eyes is moving and you can only see the white one, they are dreaming, leave them. But when they are shaking walls in that state, you can tap them to wake them up. Are we okay? Okay, man, move on. Okay, the reason why they are shaking or doing all those things is because they are, their spirit may not be strong to what is happening in the dream world. So their body is reacting to it. And as a result of that, you will need to bring them from that place. Okay, for instance, this will be a perfect example. You see, sometimes the reason why kids pee on themselves is because they have dreams as well, and in the dream they are peeing. Even you yourself, as an early stage, there are times where you've had a dream that you are peeing and you pee on yourself. And sometimes you even wake up quickly and you pee. Kids have that, but they don't, they have not mastered their spirit to be able to know how to come out of the dream world quickly. So they do it on themselves, whilst in the dream world. So if you are waking them up knowing that they are about to pee in the dream, they will wake up and they'll maybe they'll go to the washroom. The same way you are able to wake up. How do you wake yourself up and go and go and pee and come back and go and sleep? Cool. How? It was mastery. Your parents beat you and tell you, oh, That gave you mastery. 
those training gave you mastery to be able to wake up from your sleep or from to come out of a dream world, go and urinate and come back. And even sometimes continue the dream. Are we okay? It is mastery. You gain it over time. And that is the same way you can gain mastery in a dream to be able to see specific things that are shown to you in a dream and come out and tell us specifically what you saw. Because if if um, Pharaoh did not have the specification of the dream, he would have missed the details of what will happen in the seven years and the other seven years. Are we okay? So it is key for you to have mastery in the dream world and also in the waking world by taking details. No. Pray for the gift of remembrance. Pray for the gift of remembrance. Because Adela Ref, you know, maybe say. And so you need remembrance, you need restoration. Sometimes also it is bad how your, 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 your cords are in your mind or in your head, your brain. And so you forget. God is able to bring to remembrance to you because they are details of your future. Man of God, move on. Then he opens the ears of men mm. and seals their instructions. He opens the ears of men and he seals his instruction in them. He terrifies them with one. Mm. So sometimes some nightmares are not from the devil, they are from God. He terrifies you. You see yourself in a dream. You have a car accident. You are being stabbed. You are being poisoned. And you are afraid. He's terrifying you for you to know that don't go here. Don't go to this place. Don't go and do this thing with this person. He's terrifying you. You have different things that seems to scare you. It is to ter- uh, uh, how do you say? terrify you not to go and do certain things you're supposed to do. So some dreams that are nightmares, so to speak, are not only from the devil. They are sometimes from the God. From God for warning, to warn us. So when Daniel was seeing the end time, seeing beasts come out of the water and all those things, they are not to terrify him, but to give him warning signs of the end time. And that beast did not even, it doesn't mean that in the end time we we'll see dragons come out of water. No, the dragon that represented a man, and the man will come out. That man will come out. But the man is a representation of a beast, just like Jesus is a representation of a lion. You understand? So it doesn't mean that you will see beast in the end time. You won't see any dragon come and come and pour any fire. No, dragon will not come out from any river. It's a representation. And so he said, you, you, and, and I behold, and I beheld, and uh, I saw an entity with a, a face of a man, a face of an eagle, a face of a leopard, a face of a lion. We won't see that thing happen in the end time. It's a representation of a person and a country. It's a political system. And I will explain that to you more in the, uh, the month of May. Do we understand? So, some of the things that we may see to be scary in our dreams may, may not be to scare us per se, but to give us warning signs. And we need to seek for the interpretation of it. Are we okay? Okay, man of God, move on. Verse 17. Mm-hmm. That he may withdraw men from his purpose mm-hmm. and cut off pride. So, those things are to withdraw you from your purpose. The plans you put in place that are going to bring you distraction. He removes it from there and to cut you away from pride. Disgusting him with his own disappointing self-sufficiency. God is even taking you away from your own disappointment. Ah, you let's continue. He holds him back from the pit of destruction. The pit of destruction. All these things God is speaking to you is moving you from a pit. Could it be that a mistake you made was because you did not pay attention to your dream? God gave you warning signs, you did not listen. 
And then even in physical, you saw red flags, you still don't want to listen. God, we can work it out. He's a merciful God. He understands me. <laughs> Why the thing happen? You understand yourself too. Okay, man of God. Move on. And his life from perishing by the sword of God's destructive judgments. So God prevents you from fixing certain level of distraction by speaking to you not only once, but twice. And even more than twice. So God says, if you have an issue with someone, talk to the person. Settle it with the person. If the person doesn't listen to you, call a neighbor, an external person from the church. Speak to the person. If you don't listen also, they can go to the father. So he says, don't speak to the person only once because they go for you see the steps more than once so even God has placed a system down upon the earth when man can be able to solve issues and in that step so God also makes sure he doesn't speak to you only once in a dream because he knows the enemy can be able to steal the dream from you so he causes you to dream a dream more than once what dream did you have today? You can't even remember. You are trying to remember. It's not coming fully. It's not because you're in jail that you can't remember. No. You have to build yourself. Ask God for remembrance. Because the dreams you keep forgetting are details of the future, details of the will of God for you that you decide not to build up yourself to remember. I want to come to a particular level with you where you can dream and you will be able to interpret the dream. Are we okay? Because we can all attest the fact that we can all dream. The people who say that they cannot dream, they have to watch out because their dreams keeps it, it, like it's been stolen almost every time god has made it in such a way that he poured out his spirit in this end time upon all flesh not some flesh not only christian not not only christians but all flesh young old babies for them to be able to dream so we all have an ability to dream but not we all have an ability to interpret the dream so Everyone here can hear the voice of God, just that you are unable to interpret the voice. So sometimes what God does is that, okay, how can I hear the voice of God in my dream? You will not hear God saying, hey, my daughter, Angie, where art thou going? That decision you are about to make is wrong. No, don't do it. No, God won't do that. God will come with the image of vision. Because he is your covering. So he can come with your parents, he can come with your elder sibling, he can come with your man of God. Depending on the one's voice, you can be able to listen to. Nipa, maybe, Okasa, Utiye, Intemno. Onu, Nenina, Obiyuzu. Utiyasiye. Some of you, your parents are your covering, but you don't really listen to your parents. So God will not really use your parents. Because when you say, Obiyuzu, Umanana, Papa, Brother, that said, maybe, Obiyuzu, Twatchini. 
and now she can pass with me. And by one point, the hell, sir. But what I'm saying is, who saw Who saw for the old And you know, over to say, Bishop, I dreamt about you, and you were telling me this and this and that. It wasn't me. I was asleep myself, too. But it was the Lord that was using my face to do that. So the Lord will use my face and my voice to you. So that you will hear his voice through my voice. The voice of my man of God is the voice of God to me. Do you remember? So in a dream, I can appear to you and be giving you a certain direction. I can appear to you in your dream and I can be fighting with you. I can appear to you in your dream and I can be rebuking and scolding you in your dream. I will blast you in your dream. And you think that your bishop here in your life, in, in real life, you know, you know, but because you can be able to listen to me, he uses me. Because maybe you can listen to your parent, he uses your parent or your elder sibling or anyone who seems to be a mentor to you. Even sometimes he can use a kid to speak to you in your dream. Because Are you here? Sometimes you may be somewhere. Eh? And your kid can say something. You may think, hey, I can't make it, I can't want it. No. And yet, you see, when we see kids nowadays, God has poured His Spirit upon them. And so when kids are talking, let's not just say, oh, I can't be big again. No, they're not just kids. God uses their mouth to speak. Out of the mouth of babies and sons have I ordained power and authority. So seek for interpretation of the word. So sometimes you may see yourself with a man of God and maybe you are preaching to a congregation in your dream. No, it is not that man of God. It is God teaching you your ministry. It is God teaching you the area to go and do. It is God teaching you what to do as your will. You may see yourself standing upon a big stage and you are singing and someone is doing something. God, take details of the crowd. Take details of what you were doing. Take details of the style of your singing. Don't just say I was singing. And the crowd was on fire, the crowd was, they were all lying down and they were crying. No, that's all you are seeing. And then you're dead. How were you singing? How were you dressed? Why were the crowd on the floor? All those details must be taken to consideration. You will do them in real life and you will get that result. And so you have that dream and you say, Father, but I had a dream. You told me that I'm going to be this big, I'm going to be this big. And these people say, Father, I sing, they don't even know that. Did God tell you wrong? Or you did not do it right. You did not replicate what you saw in your dream. So you, you had a dream and you, are, you, are, you were marrying someone. Why were you having that dream? Who was that person? Why are you having that dream? Or do you conclude immediately that is your husband or that is your wife? Do you conclude immediately? Why? Ask those questions. Find out the details. What, how was the wedding gown looking like? What was the venue? What was the facial expression of the people in the dream? All those things matter. Could it even be that it has nothing to even do with wedding? Could it be it has nothing to even do with marriage? One of God. Now let's end it with this scripture. How entities are able to appear to us. You see, when a spirit visits you in a dream to give you uh, anything they don't just appear no spirit will come to you in a dream i will not come to you in a dream for wanting to come to your dream sake anytime a spirit appears to you in a dream they come with a goal either to give you an information give you a blessing or to take from you 
when the Lord visited Noah in his dream, he did not only speak to him about the judgment and the coming of the flood, he gave him details of the ark and how he could save himself and the people and the animals. He gave him the type of wood. He gave him the measurement of the ark. He gave him the measurement of the window. He gave him the number of windows that he needed to put out the, the door, where the door must be. Details was given to him in the dream. Imagine no one made a mistake with the ark by forgetting the details. They would have drowned. That is why details are important. Mary and Joseph were having a problem physically. They were having a problem. Mary said, the angel said, I'm going to um, get pregnant by the Holy Spirit. Joseph said, what are you telling me? What are you talking about? How can you tell me this story? <laughs> Joseph was like, no, this is not be true. No, no, then let's cut off the wedding. No more, like blah, 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 blah. And then, Joseph slept and woke up and the issue is solved. How? The angel came to solve the issue with Joseph in the dream. He slept confused and he woke up with clarity. Some of you, you sleep with clarity and you wake up confused because of the dream you have. What is the clarity you need about that person, about that thing you are doing? That you sleep and you wake up and you're still unclear and you are still confused. God can give us clarity when we are asleep and when we wake up, we become okay. Some of us don't even seek the will of God for us. We don't even care. We want what we want to do, God do it for me. And if that doesn't happen, then God has forgotten me. God has failed me. No. You also failed God by not listening to Him. So as you go, ask God for clarity of purpose. Ask God for remembrance. God to restore anything that has been taken away from you. That has to do with your vision, that has to do with your plans. Even the person you need to marry, even the business you need to do, even the job, where you should go. So you don't go and send your CV everywhere. When God tells you this is the company, you go and you get it, that's all. What is the essence of me going to different different places and me being bound? When I can just go to this place and just get it. Directions, clarity from the Lord, true dreams. So if you don't have the gift of prophecy, you have the gift of dreaming and seek for interpretation also. Man of God. You see, let me let me say this thing too. Something can happen to you in a dream and they can manifest physically. Hmm? A spirit can visit you in a dream and whatever the spirit does with you can manifest physically an angel visited mary told mary you'll be pregnant how mary said how can this be how can a spirit have intercourse with me for me to be uh, pregnant and all that and the angel said the holy spirit will come upon you and you shall conceive gave her the details of the baby the name is jesus this is the uh, the future of the baby this is what the baby will do okay mary slept and when mary woke up she was pregnant Mary slept. She had a dream. She saw an angel. The angel told her that the, the Lord will come upon you. Mary woke up and she was pregnant. So can someone get pregnant from a dream? Answer me. According to Mary, it is possible. Even according to us, it is possible. For the guys. You are in a dream and you are doing something with the lady. You wake up and your body is wet. How is that not possible that someone can also be impregnated in a dream? You are in a dream and you are peeing somewhere. You wake up and you've peed on your body. 
you are in a dream, you hit your head against a stone, you wake up and blood is coming out of your nose. How? You were sleeping on the bed, nothing happened to you on the bed, but you woke up and blood is coming. When you don't build up your spirit, regardless of your position, things can happen to you. There is a lady I know, who let us even say a lady or two. There is someone I know who was the SLC president for a Christian university. It's a geological school. The person is, was studying geology. And the person is, uh, was the SLC president. So I'm talking about the position of the person and the spirituality of the person. Geological school, SLC president, a good, good person spiritually. She had a dream and she saw her grandma doing something. When she woke up, blood was coming out of her nose and suddenly she was unconscious. They had to rush her to the hospital. In a dream. In a dream. Another lady also spoke to me. In a dream, she saw that they have placed cotton in her nose. When she woke up, I think she realized she was on the floor. And she said, I'm sorry, I'm not pine. All these things was done in a dream. But when they woke up, they were feeling it physically. You see, the enemy tries to replicate what God did with Mary. And he has been unsuccessful. The same way he has tried to replicate man, tried to do robots, tried to create clones. And he's still unsuccessful in a way. That is the case that mostly people have fibroid. Most fibroids are not by those things they are saying. They are spiritual. If you ask those people well, those whose own are spiritually influenced, they will tell you how consistently or frequently they have those sexual dreams. And so, things have been released into the person in a dream, and physically it was forming, and it was fibroid, instead of a person. Are you here? Because demons cannot do that. God has not allowed it. He allowed it only with the Holy Spirit, and that was it. And so when people have those kind of sickness, they don't only look at the medical aspect, they must look at the spiritual aspect as well. Are we okay? How is it that you can have a dream and it can manifest to you physically. Okay, you'll be asking, so why is it that I can see myself rich in a dream? And when I wake up, I'm not rich. What does that richness also mean? What does it mean that you were counting money in your dream? Did it mean you are going to count money? Does it mean something else? Or does it tell you of what you need to do to get that money? Why did you go to get the money to be counted? You didn't take details. All your mind was on, I was counting money. I was holding that up as gold. That's all your mind. Let's conclude, man of God. First Psalm 128, verse 6 to 7. First Psalm 128, verse 6 to the verse 7. Chapter 28, verse 6 to the verse 7. Yes, please. When Saul inquired of the Lord, he refused to answer him, either by dreams or by urine. Alright, man of God. You see, Saul got to a time when he began to dishonor the prophet that God placed upon him as his prophet. The same prophet that gave him the throne and anointed him as king, he began to dishonor the prophet and think that we will know we are 
and he began to do things on his own. And now Saul began to pray and God was not answering him. God was hearing him, but God was not answering him. Because God has now said, because you have disbanded my prophet, you are my enemy. Disbanded to a prophet is disbanded to God. Because the prophet represents the God in your life. Disbanded to your man of God is disbanded to God. And God saw Saul to be his enemy because of what Saul did to Samuel. And so whenever Saul was praying, God was not answering him. So God hears unbelievers, but he doesn't answer the unbelievers. The only time God answers the, the unbelievers' prayer is when they are seeking for repentance or they are asking for mercy. Because an enemy of God is not answered by God. So God was not answering Saul and move on. And so Saul was looking for, because so, Saul was supposed to go and fight the Philistines. And Saul wanted to know if he should go and fight them, if he was going to win or not. And he didn't want to do anything without the voice of God. But then the relationship is already broken. Are we okay? The relationship is already broken. So she, he goes to this prophet. The prophet doesn't want to talk. Or the prophet says, God has said nothing. He goes to this sorcerer. The sorcerer doesn't want to say anything. Then he went to meet a priest, a fetish priest, priestess. Mm-hmm. Then Saul said to his servant, mm-hmm. Find me a woman mm-hmm. who is a medium between the living and the dead. Because of desperation, he couldn't hear the voice of God, and now he wanted to hear the voice of God through a priestess, just like some of you, because of desperation of needing something. Which I saw in her and Angel Manamako Pedroso. Saul, the king of Israel, also did the same thing. He said, Find me a woman who is a medium between the people of the dead and the living. So there are humans who are mediums between the living and the dead. They speak to the dead and they speak to the living. They are mediums. And to Obi Wawa, and mostly you see these things in the villages, Obi Wawa, they say, Nipana, you will not have a top, Obi so, Nipana, you will not have a top, Obi so, Nipana, you will not have a top, you know those things. It happens. Those people are mediums. It is not only the Holy Spirit that comes upon people for them to manifest, other spirits can come upon people for them to also manifest. Yeah. When my mother passed away, right, she came upon the woman, and me, I was playing football. They came to call us. My sister and I, they brought us together, and the woman was talking. We I left, then I went to play football. I didn't know what that thing was, it meant. But it was sometime, I think, just because my sister was also telling me again what the woman was saying and all those things. It happens in villages most of the times. And so they will tell you, come, let us separate you between the dead person. Because so the dead person will not come and affect you later, either in dream or physically. Are we okay? Alright. So there are people who are mediums between the living and the dead. Not only in the realms of the spirit, but in the realm of the dead. There are people who are mediums. And that is why people can bring you back from the dead. That is why people can also call people spirit from the dead for you to speak to them. Okay, man of God. That I may go and inquire of her. The mm-hmm. servant said, Behold, there is a woman who is a medium at Endor. Mm-hmm. So they found a priestess who is a woman and she's able to speak to the dead people. So anytime you want to speak to the dead, you see, in the video, go and ask who killed the person, what happened to the person. There are people that they are mediums. But even from the verses, scripture talks about symbols through which God speaks to us. 
You read the verse 6 and when you're done, you read the verse 12 to the verse 19. So verse 6 says, When Saul inquired of the Lord, mm -hmm. he refused to answer him, mm -hmm. either by dream or by year, a symbol one. So God refused to speak to Saul in dreams or even through a symbol. Like you see when sometimes in the movies you see that is it calories or something? No matter what to form, and I'm a war, no matter what to form, then the person says, Oh, I'm seeing something, this and this and that, or on the pot, now the swivel or mirror. These are symbols through which spirits can speak to you. These are symbols through which God can also speak. God can speak to you through mirrors, God can speak to you through water, God can speak to you through stones, calories, like how the fetish spirits do. They are mediums through which spirits can speak. I told you, God can speak to us through things. I thought you were going to miss the other time. All these things are not for only the fetish priest. God can also use those things to speak to us. And Saul is confirming it here. That Saul tried to hear God's voice through all these things and God still was not speaking through them. Are we here? So when you see those, is it calories? When you see them, don't only think that it's a medium for this thing. Sometimes it's somewhere when people are wearing calories on their hair or on their leg or on their hands. They don't understand what it is. That's why I advise people not to wear certain jewelries at certain places because they are mediums. They are mediums. I see you wearing anklets. Fine. Why are you wearing it? Fashion. Okay. Let's leave it like that. Let's leave it like that. <laughs> I'm not against anything. Okay, let me just teach you a bit of it. You see. The, the, the leg string, the, the ankle there, originally means you are a slave. Originally means you are a slave. So if you are wearing it without the right mentality, you where you even bought it is first question. And now you have won it. Okay. Whose slave are you? Are you God's slave or a slave of another spirit? But God has also called us slaves because as his servants, his children. So whose slave are you? You may think it's normal, it's nothing. No. Probably, some people go to an extent of wearing ring on their toes and their, 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 their this thing. No problem. But do you understand what you are doing? When you buy rings from the market and you are wearing or you buy rings from anyone selling rings, please just pray over it first. When you buy the anklet and all those things, pray over it. Don't just wear and go ahead and I'm trying it. Oh, let me try it and see. <laughs> Do you know what you are trying? <laughs> Earrings. Just pray over it. I'm not saying don't wear them. I'm saying all these things are mediums. They are mediums. And so you must pray. Who said, Obi Owa? Wako Edroso said, Nejuma and Kosu. Until Nyamanu Wakoto Wadamono, Uninya O Yuzwa Oditon, said Wako Droswa Uni, said, and Yamesu Dia Uni. Are you with me? And see, the best thing, because you don't know, when you buy those things, pray over them before you use them. But one thing I will teach you is that when you go to the market to buy something and you see anybody displaying money and putting the thing they are selling upon the money or a stone upon the money, don't buy it from the person. What? Study that thing. 
say three so say maybe how to one year so no this is kind of to work who will be finished with the change and no or you know this kind of three seconds second in the front of about two years ago and who is your man and who was it me turn one year who come out that i'm born in the man who see i'm here okay this is just bonus i'm not saying no way i'm good i'm not saying no way race i'm not saying no way here i'm saying pray over them have the right understanding of what you are wearing okay First of all, twenty-eight. Move tonight. Yes, please. And when the woman saw someone, mm -hmm. she screamed and said, So and he said, so what have you done this to me? Why have you lied to me that you are not Saul? Have you come to also kill me? Woman, no, Afre Saul, Saul, Samuel, Samuel, who? Prophet, who? <laughs> he is the same person who anointed uh, Saul to become king. We who no oko, your friend who saw some bra and no oba, masaka, baoche. We hear any gimmicks. We hear any book. We are Bible. We put name ready. First Samuel 28, 12 to 19. Read him out. Mm -hmm. She screamed and said to Saul, mm -hmm. Why have you deceived me? Mm -hmm. For you are Saul. Mm -hmm. Verse 13. Mm -hmm. The king said to her, mm -hmm. Be not afraid. Mm -hmm. Don't be afraid. Mm -hmm. What do you see? <laughs> the woman said to Saul, mm -hmm. I see a God, mm -hmm. terrifying superhuman being. I see what? A God. I see what? God. So someone is coming from the realm of the dead, and the woman is seeing a god. <laughs> okay. Terrifying superhuman being mm -hmm. coming up out of the earth. Coming up out of the earth. Okay. That was where Saul was. Coming up out of the earth. That is the bosom of Abraham. Okay. Mm -hmm. He said to her, mm -hmm. In what form is he in? And she said, an old man comes up, mm. covered with a mantle. Okay. Then Saul perceived that it was Samuel. Then Saul perceived that it was Samuel because he was dead. And yet when he was coming, he was covered with a mantle. <laughs> In the realm of the dead, when Saul was coming, and Samuel was coming, I have friends who so said, this is some other cast of Oban, mantle, when it is so say, and I'm all back. Obia will know. Mantle baby are you? In the realm of the dead, what is mantle doing there? So when we say bring mantle, let us pray. We think we are just doing things. They are symbols through which spirit, spirit speak. Mm -hmm. Move on. And he stood with his face to the ground. So he like kneels down and then he paid obeisance to him and then he laid prostrate as a form of respect. Mm -hmm. And made Obedience. Okay. And he's there though. Obi we will respect. We will respect. We will be We will be now. We will be now. We will so answered, hmm. I am bitterly distressed, for the Philistines make war against me. Hmm. 
and God has departed from me. God has departed. When you dishonor men of God, God departs in a way. God doesn't leave us now or forsake us, but He takes a part of Him away from us. That anything can now be, the covering is taken away from you, that anything can now be for you. And answers me no more. And God doesn't answer me because what you are be- and some will say because you have someone will say you've become his enemy. Mm. That he doesn't answer you. Either by prophet or by dreams. So the, some, what, what, what do you see? Median people don't prophesy to me again. What have you done? Why are they not seeing anything about you now? Move on, move on, Therefore, I have called you that you may make known to me what. I should do. So he wanted to know if he should go and fight the war or not. And he was asking someone who is already dead. He's asking his ghost. He's asking his ghost. So it is possible for you to see the dead people also in your dreams or also even physically. And they appear for a reason to give a message, to give a direction. And so when someone appeared, what then did someone tell Saul? He said, Tomorrow you shall come to where I am. Someone said, Why then do you ask me? Seeing that the Lord has turned from you and has become your enemy. Mm -hmm. The Lord has done to you as he said through me, you will do. For he has turned the kingdom out of your heart. So when Saul disrespected someone, someone said, The Lord has taken the kingdom out of your hands. And even when someone said that, Saul was still reigning, he was still king. Till Saul, someone died, Saul was still king. But someone said, God has taken the throne already from you. So sometimes there are people that God is not with them, but they are still on the throne. Their, their business will still move, but eventually. That's the word, eventually. Things will happen for them nicely, but eventually. Until they pay obeisance, until they seek for mercy and repentance, until they do the right thing, eventually something will happen to them. So you can say that someone has broken away from a church or a big man of God. They've disrespected them and did something, they think they've broken away. And they go to open their own church and the people is they are moving. No, that's not the end though. Look at their end first. They are starting in there, but their end. Saul was still on the throne, even though God has taken the throne away from him. He was still on the throne. But God has still taken the throne away from him. And giving it to your neighbor, David, because you do not obey the voice. God is good, though. He takes it from you. He doesn't go and give it to a stranger. He takes it, gives to your neighbor. Okay, I won't return your hand. See, you know the amount of them. You you see, this is how you people don't want to see it though. And you say, my friend has betrayed me. If she didn't betray you, he didn't betray you. What did you do when you had the person? It's not, you call it betrayal. God is not saying betrayal. God is paying back. Whatever seed you sow, you reap it. <laughs> I can't say pretty things here. This is pulpit. <laughs> Maybe one day we'll have a round discussion. We'll have some scriptural discussion. Then I can say some things freely. Alright, I'll teach some things. One of God's flow. Because you did not obey the voice of the Lord. Or oh. execute. So, you can't just say, where your boy, where your own, go to where they are in You can't say, where your way, 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 
Okay. Therefore, the Lord has done this thing to you mm -hmm. this day. Verse mm -hmm. 19. Moreover, the Lord will also give Israel mm -hmm. with you mm -hmm. into the hands of the Philistines. Mm -hmm. And tomorrow you and your sons shall be with me among the dead. The Lord will also give the army of Israel into the hands of the Philistines. <laughs> he went to inquire from a dead person who is a prophet, saying, Should I go to war with them? What is the end result? And the prophet said, The kingdom of God will be taken away from your hands. You are just on the throne. He said, Time. And he said, Tomorrow, 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 you will be with me. In the, 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 with the people, the place of the dead, you will be with me. So when people are sick, when people are about to die, when things take when people are about to die, they see the dead, and the dead will give them bye bye, or the dead will say, Bruh, come. They'll say, Oh, I see the dead, I see my grandfather, I see this, etc. They are calling me to come. My auntie or someone, someone who's dead, they are calling me to come. They know. The people who are dead know when you will die. They have the ability to also call you from the realm of the living to the realm of the dead. And they can do that through dreams. Are you here? Have you heard anyone who is sick before? And they said, "Me, me, me, away. Now we, me, 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 This is Bible. This is not fact. This is scripture. Things happen, and they happen also in our dreams. And I've told you what to do when you see a dead person in your dream. What we need to do. Last week I taught you. So it is possible to speak to the people of the dead. Saul did so. And Samuel said, You will be with me tomorrow at the place of the dead. Scripture says, And we have had a cloud of witnesses. We have been encompassed with a cloud of witnesses. This cloud of witnesses, this cloud you are seeing are not just cloud, they are witnesses. There are dead people watching upon the earth, watching our lives. As though they are watching tell you. And they can tell when someone is coming to them. <laughs> and sometimes, for the people to understand the transition from the place of the living to the place of the dead, a family member is taken with an angel so that they will feel comfortable and not be confused to come to where they, they are supposed to be. If not, the people will roam on the into it, there is a space, there is a portal between the realm of the living and the realm of the dead, and they'll be roaming about and cause havoc. And that is why when someone dies, they visit their homes before they leave, they make some noise, they make some things before they are able to leave. Let's not play with these teachings and let's take them seriously. When you see any dead person in your dream, seek for the meaning. Ask them questions. Don't let them go like that. And when you wake up without understanding what has gone on, seek for interpretation. When Saul came, when someone came, he was coming to take Saul away. But Saul thinks he was coming to inquire information, but he was coming to take him away. Who has appeared in your dream to take you away that you don't know? Okay. You see, before you, okay, you ask the question. Thank you very much. All right. Uh, reading this scripture, something matters to me a lot. The, the issue is why didn't Saul go to any other prophet? Why? 
and also one was somewhat very relevant to so, Saul, even when he was dead. Okay. Because the Bible says he was normal and he was dead. Yeah. But Saul had to go to someone who could reach the gap between the living and the dead for Saul to come out. For some, sorry, for someone to come out, whereby someone would be able to talk to so, and then what to do. So, why was this man of God, why was this prophet even relevant in his death? Okay, so for instance, you are a man of God, you are a pastor, ordained by me through the Spirit of the Lord, and one way or the other, let's say, you grow wings. You begin to say, I also see like Bishop, I also do miracles like Bishop. And you begin to disobey my instructions because you think maybe your way is right for you. Your disobedience to me is disobedience to God. And so God, even though you'll be doing ministry, God will see you as an enemy. So there and there, your people will go to heaven, but you'll be here. You will do work and pull souls for God, but you will be here and people will go to heaven. Because you have disarmed your man of God, you've disarmed your company, God has separated himself from you. But then the gift is yours, so you can preach, you can do, you can do the miracles, you can do, you can prophesy, you can do everything. Because it's a gift. But the covering is taken away from you. You have disarmed, touch not my anointed. And do my prophets no harm. When you touch them, you touch God. And you see, God puts fathers above children. That is the hierarchy. So God will not come and say you are right when the child is there. And will not, you will not come and say the child is right when the father is there, like how the Ghanaian culture is. If you and your father have an issue and are going to solve the issue, even if your father is wrong, the, the elderly ones will tell you to apologize to your father. And then when, you're, when you leave the meeting, they will not tell the father what is right to be done. That's what God does. So even when your father does do you wrong, you find a way to handle your father, but don't talk against the person. Don't do anything against the person because between him and God, they can solve it. But you, between you and God, is a different thing. You understand? So, in that state, when Saul disarmed Samuel, God was not speaking to Saul again. And Saul thought he could go to any prophet, any man of God, anyone to speak. So that if he is my father, so what? I can, there are many prophets in town. And so he went to other people. He went to other prophets. And scripture says in 1 Samuel 28, verse 6, that God was not speaking through even prophets. He wasn't even speaking through symbols that he used to speak through symbols to them. So for instance, we can even have a dream and you see a decrass symbol. And you think it's a normal symbol. No, it means something. So God was not even speaking through symbols to him. So he didn't know what to do again. Then he needed someone who can bring someone back. So he can speak to him. And now when someone came, he now paid obeisance. He, he, that's a form of respect, a form of apology, form of honor. Now, but even the, the wrong thing has already been done. And the kingdom has already been taken from your hands. So I can forgive you, but the word I have spoken is already effective. So he needed to steal that. So I can speak to you, but you still die. Do you understand? So the, the, the place of this honor. That is what caused Saul that thing. Because he became the enemy of God. And being an enemy of God, God will not communicate with you. You can talk to God, but God will not answer you. And so he needed Saul. Now, who is his coming, his father? And he sees someone to his heart. He will come. But when he comes, he will deliver. Oh, I'm talking like, someone is talking like Desmond right now. <laughs> just, there's some similarity between someone and Desmond right now. You know, He will come. He will be fine. He will, he will fight with you. But what has been said will not change. 
So Samuel also came to his place in the life of Saul. He, he enthroned him as king. So he appeared to him. But there was a dishonor. And words have already been spoken in the spirit. So even though someone is dead, the word will not die. And you see, if you read the book of 1 Samuel 33, the verse 4, scripture says that whatever someone said, Saul died during the war. He was he was dead as a prophet, and he still prophesied and it came to pass, even in the dead. One of you read the last scripture for the first time of the three verse 4. You see, Saul died. Exactly as someone prophesied, even in the dead, a ghost. Saul said to his armor bearer, Draw your sword and trust me through. List this uncircumcised, come and trust me through, and abuse and mock me. But his armor bearer would not, for he was terrified. So Saul took a sword and fell upon it. So Saul took a sword and then he fell like a spear, pierced his heart and fell upon it like this. Are we okay? He died tomorrow, the next day, just as someone said, a ghost. What information will the ghost come and give you in your dreams? Don't take it lightly that they came to only speak. What did they come and do? When people visit you in your dream, what do they come and do? What information do they give you? You think it's normal? A prophecy that was given to Daniel 2,000 years ago is coming to pass now. So if Daniel has said it's just a dream, if not, they won't have known more revelations and know how to work. What dream have you had that is for your children? Sometimes God gives you the name of your children in your dream. He gives you the life of your children in your dream. You've forgotten. He gives you your wedding colors. You've forgotten. You are choosing your own wedding color. And that of pain. <laughs> Can we please be a standing man of God? Hallelujah.